I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning's special delivery, fast-tracked Pfizer doses arrive from London as Australia races to meet vaccination targets. Shark attack in broad daylight, a young surfer dies on a popular beach, mauled off the New South Wales coast. The search intensifies for a little boy lost, fears for the three-year-old grow amid concerns he may have been abducted. And a fairy tale ending for Australia's Ellie Cole, our golden girl flies the flag as Tokyo farewells the Paralympics. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. The first two flights carrying 450,000 doses of Pfizer from London have arrived. They're the first shipment of 4 million doses secured in a deal with the UK as Australia races to meet vaccination targets. Let's go live now to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. When and where will these doses be distributed? Jody, good morning. All well, these doses will be rolled out as soon as possible as Australia races towards those 70 and 80% vaccination targets. The first two flights carrying almost half a million doses between them touched down in Sydney last night. They will now be batch tested and distributed across the country on a per capita basis with 60% of doses being de- administered through GPs and the remaining at state-based vaccination hubs. The remaining 3.5 million doses will arrive over the coming week and it is in addition to the million doses secured from Poland and 500,000 vaccines from Singapore. The deal's boosting supply now as Australia reaches a critical moment in in our vaccine rollout before we return the favour, returning the same number of doses to each country at a later date. The additional supply is arriving as 12 to 15-year-olds are added to the rollout from next Monday, initially at state-based hubs and GP clinics. Australia is now less than 2 million doses away from achieving that 70% first dose vaccination target, with the government expecting this latest delivery to only boost that vaccine rollout even further. Jody. OK, Taylor, thank you. Victorians are on track to have freedoms return sooner rather than later. The state is expected to hit 70% first dose vaccinations in the next two weeks after already hitting the 60% milestone four days ahead of schedule. Premier Daniel Andrews giving a glimmer of hope to those in regional areas, confirming that restrictions would ease there by the end of next week. Crowds could also return for the Cox Plate on October 23. Numbers would be capped, QR codes and vaccinations would also be required. Sydney had another Super Sunday of vaccinations as the deadline was extended for authorised workers to get vaccinated by two weeks. 
Originally, workers from LGAs of concern needed to have at least one dose to return to work today. If we want to see the rate of contagiousness reduce, we have to make sure we vaccinate uh, people in those areas of concern as a priority. Meantime, one in ten people with Delta are now in hospital, but the Premier insists the state is on track to ease restrictions in October. Seventy per cent of eligible people are expected to be double vaxxed by mid-next month. Videos of our country's youngest COVID case reveal the impact the disease can have on tiny bodies. At just nine days old, baby Hudson was diagnosed with Delta, his little chest struggling to cope. His mum contracted the virus at Campbelltown Hospital, passing it on to her newborn son. The panic that just washed over me. Somebody there had tested positive. So unfortunately, it was literally just from being in the same room as someone in a separate bed with curtains between us, masks on, still got exposed. Hudson is fine now, but 188 cases announced yesterday are children under nine. Three kids, an infant, a nine-year-old and a 12-year-old are in intensive care. Parts of Queensland's southeast have narrowly avoided being plunged into yet another lockdown. The state recorded one new locally acquired COVID case, the mother of the four-year-old girl who tested positive on Saturday. Both are considered close contacts of the Logan truck driver and were in isolation. More than 52% of Queenslanders have now received their first vaccine dose. The Premier now pushing for more people to come forward and get the jab. A white ute has been seized by police as part of the search for a three-year-old boy missing from his home in the New South Wales Hunter region. Detectives have now assembled a formal strike team. Young AJ's family fear he may have been abducted. They've barely slept. They're visibly drained. I had to think we're doing. We're not doing too well. Kid just doesn't pick up and disappear. Every family member interviewed separately by police. They're certain little AJ was snatched from the family property. Police haven't ruled that out, but they haven't issued an Amber Alert either. A property up the road has been searched. This video, obtained by Seven News, circulated by family and friends, allegedly shows its interior. He just seems like a pedophile. Drugs, kids' toys, various credit cards, dolls hanging from a string. Police are questioning its legitimacy, specifically who shot it and when. I can't comment. Officers also swooped on a property at Bolga following reports of noises that sounded like a distressed child. But a search of the home found nothing. At another property down the road, police seized a dual cab ute. They've now taken it away for forensic testing. Obviously, uh, as time progresses, um, we can't predict what's going to happen. The air and ground search hasn't stopped. Dozens of volunteers and neighbours searching grid by grid. I just want to have him sit on my lap or hold my hand or, you know, even just look at him. Just look at him. The search has been extensive and continued for a third straight night. Dams drained and scoured by divers. Alongside all the support, the families issued a new plea to the public. Give them a break. No one knows what it feels like until you live in this nightmare. Kazaya Dawn, 7 News. A surfer has died after being mauled by a great white shark in waters off Coffs Harbour on the New South Wales north coast. Other surfers dragged the man to shore, but he could not be revived. We got caught out of the water. 
um, ran down to see what was happening, um, saw a man without an arm, lots of blood and lots of people. The beach has been closed while authorities try to track the shark. It's the second fatal attack in the area this year. Convicted rapist and former NRL star Jared Hayne is being sued by the woman he sexually assaulted. The former footballer was jailed in May after he was found guilty of raping a young woman on NRL Grand Final Night in 2018. Hayne is being sued by the woman in her 20s for an undisclosed amount as he serves a minimum of three years and eight months behind bars. After 12 days of competition, Japan has farewelled the Paralympic Games with a spectacular closing ceremony. Most Paralympians watched on from back at the Athletes' Village as dancers and musicians put on a colourful show in the Tokyo Olympic Stadium. 17-time medalist Ellie Cole carried the flag for Australia in what is her last Paralympic Games. That was so incredible. Like, I've never smiled so much. My mouth hurts. I was just so proud of Australia and so proud of our mob for what they've done over the last two weeks. The hosts passed on the Paralympic flag to the organisers of Paris 2024 before the flame was extinguished to bring the Games to an end. More than 100,000 people remain without power in the US state of Louisiana in the wake of Hurricane Ida and the temperature is set to soar. Peak outages totaled more than a million last week after gale force winds crippled the state's electricity grid. Some New Orleans residents are being transported to powered shelters with dangerously high temperatures forecast for the coming days. The UK has confirmed nightclubs and other large indoor venues will require patrons to have vaccine passports by the end of the month. Officials say checking vaccine status is the best way to avoid winter COVID closures and to keep the economy open. But the plan has received some backlash, nightclubs fearing they could face discrimination cases. An iconic jumpsuit and cape that once belonged to Elvis Presley has just sold for more than $1.3 million. The 1972 Madison Square Garden Ensemble was among many of the superstar's items that went under the hammer over the weekend. A jar of his hair also sold for just under $100,000. His racing helmet from Viva Las Vegas went for more than $32,000. The Moulin Rouge is quintessentially French, but this year it has a real Aussie flavour. When the world-famous cabaret reopens in Paris this week, a record number of Aussie girls and guys will be performing. They've survived the European lockdowns and now they're ready to put on a show. Beneath that famous red windmill... <coughs> ..the original cabaret show is back. <coughs> the accent... Not so French. I'm so excited. I, I'm also a bit nervous. It was a bit of a culture shock when I first got here, um, but I had, yeah, I've been dreaming of being here since I was a little girl. Backstage, you'll find more Aussies than ever before. This costume uh, has all uh, rhinestone and sequins, all handmade, and it's just uh, a dream to wear. There's three blokes too. When there's Australians in the audience and they find out and they realise, hey, some of them come from down the road where, where I'm from, and so that's, that's kind of nice as well. After 17 months off the stage, <laughs> its longest intermission in more than a century, the Moulin Rouge is shrugging off 
the pandemic. It's been really weird to not be performing every day and trying to find something to do. The cast was sent home, but the Aussies stayed on in France, tried to keep fit in their tiny Paris flats. Home workouts have now been replaced by months of intense training and rehearsals. When the show resumes, 21 performers, one third of the show will be Australian, the world's most famous cabaret with more than a touch of Down Under. The Aussie girls are fit, have great figures, great smiles, good natural personalities. Uh, they look beautiful and you put that with good dance training and there you have it. You have to give it your all every night and that's something I think the Aussie spirit kind of brings to the, to the table. In Paris, Hewitt Feld, 7 News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones finished the week down by 74 points. The Nasdaq closed higher. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,829 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 69 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 74.51 US cents, 81 Japanese yen and $1.04 New Zealand. Preparations are well underway in the US to mark 20 years since the devastating September 11 terrorist attacks. Let's go live now to 7 News US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. How will America commemorate this anniversary? Well, Jody, this coming weekend will mark 20 years since America came under attack. And the US President Joe Biden has confirmed that he'll be attending three separate ceremonies. The first will be at Ground Zero, where family members will be reading the names of the thousands of lives lost. He will then travel uh, to Pennsylvania to a memorial service where Flight 93 crashed. It's there uh, that former President George W. Bush will be delivering a keynote address. From there, Biden will travel to the Pentagon. This, of course, an anniversary, a sombre anniversary that's come into even sharper focus after recent events in Afghanistan. The White House confirming the president will be there to support those families after, as they mark this difficult and very painful anniversary. Jody. OK, Ash Mullaney in the US, thank you. A world-first medical device may made in Australia is helping vulnerable babies. The technology has already helped one little boy leave intensive care and its creators have big plans for the future. Eight-month-old Nash is healthy and thriving. But the idea bub had a shaky start to life, born at just 28 weeks. Looking back at those photos now, realising how small he was, uh, it's very... <laughs> Very confronting at times, but it also makes us very grateful to see the way he is now. Nash spent 10 weeks at the Royal Women's Hospital NICU ward. His family agreeing to trial a Melbourne-made device called the Neonav as part of his care. It meant that any procedures he was going to have were going to be a lot less invasive. So we knew that this way was going to be a little less traumatic for him and I suppose for us. The Neonav helps a tiny catheter deliver life-saving medicine with pinpoint accuracy. Usually around half of catheters are misplaced or move position after a procedure. Even really experienced uh, healthcare professionals like doctors and nurses still need multiple attempts sometimes to place these central lines. And so we're just trying to make their job easier and make it uh, less stressful for patients and families as well. The startup has been given a $50,000 grant, so the world first device can help more premature babies like Nash. They're absolutely tiny, and you know, some of the most 
vulnerable patients in our healthcare system. So we're really hoping to be able to focus all of our efforts on developing the products that the um, neonatal doctors and nurses really need to look after these patients. Estelle Greeping, 7 News. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. To Sport Now and 7 News understands reigning Brownlow medalist Lockie Neal is set to request a trade back to Fremantle. The Brisbane Lions star is considering the move back west to raise his young family with his pregnant wife Jules. Neal moved to Brisbane at the end of 2018 on an $800,000 a year deal. And the preliminary finals are all set for this weekend. Melbourne will face Geelong on Friday night at Optus Oval while Port Adelaide will play the Western Bulldogs on Saturday night. Both games are live on seven. The NRL finalists are all locked in and there's heartbreak for the Sharks who missed out. Gold Coast needed to defeat the Warriors by 11 points or more to leapfrog Cronulla into eighth spot and they did it easily. David Fafita scored twice in the 44-0 thrashing. Week one of the finals will have the Storm versus Manly on Friday, the Roosters facing the Titans and the Panthers playing the Rabbitohs on Saturday, then the Eels taking on the Knights on Sunday. Max Verstappen has retaken the Formula One championship lead, leapfrogging Lewis Hamilton. The Dutchman delighted 65,000 home fans at Zandvoort, leading from pole to flag in a dominant display. And it is double Dutch delight for Max Verstappen, who crosses the line to win the Dutch Grand Prix. He now holds a three-point lead over Hamilton. Australia's Dan Ricciardo finished 11th. Olympic gold medalist Jess Fox has taken her form from Tokyo back into the Canoe Slalom World Cup. The 27-year-old took gold in the women's C1 final by more than six seconds after her K1 gold over the weekend. It's great to be back racing after the Olympics and an amazing way to, to start as well, so I'm really pleased with that race. And Paddy Mills received a hero's welcome on his return to the Torres Strait Islands after winning basketball bronze in Tokyo. Mills was mobbed by hundreds of fans as they got off the boat at Thursday Island. There's nothing like the moment a new parent meets their baby for the very first time. Perth Zoo's giraffe Armani seemed absolutely delighted to meet his two-day-old daughter. The giraffe calf is still getting used to her little legs, saying hello to Dad before sitting down for a rest. Armani is the proud father of four calves. The newborn daughter is yet to be named. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a broad high-pressure system centred over the Bight will direct onshore winds and showers over northern Queensland, the Top End and Tasmania. The high will keep elsewhere dry and bring a cold morning to inland areas. 
Around the capitals today, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 23 degrees. Partly cloudy and windy in Sydney, a top of 19. Sunny and 17 degrees in Canberra. An early shower and partly cloudy, 17 the top in Melbourne. Partly cloudy and 15 in Hobart. Partly cloudy and 17 degrees in Adelaide. Sunny in Perth, heading for 25. And less humid and sunny in Darwin, heading for 33 degrees. And that's of an early news for this Monday, the 6th of September.